Games Workshop's Basement, hosted by John Cardell, Danny McDevitt, Val Heffelfinger, I'm Dickie, and it's Grim After Dark. Welcome to Grim After Dark, Warhammer 40,000's only late night show for reasons you know. Uh, my name is John, and I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings-on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. And this week, we're going to go over what we've missed uh, while we've taken our undeserved Christmas break. Uh, we're going to go back around the net to see 3D printers respecting intellectual copyright. And we're going to do some three, uh, 3D prices, right? eBay prices, right? Because no one pays anything for 3D printing. Uh, if you enjoy what you see or what you're listening to, you can support us by liking or subscribing wherever it will let you. And if you're able to, throw a couple dollars our way by becoming a member on YouTube or commenting below with the answer to this question, where did I hide five Big Macs in this episode? Uh, no, it's not my stomach, you asshole. Uh, before we go on, let's make me the team who make it possible. First up, he's the co-host for the co-most. He's our competitive 40K champion and all the way from Moscow, Idaho is Danny McDavid. Hey. hey, hey! I'm here. You are there, uh, and then he's the man behind the curtain who oh. he puts the couch in Canada. The couch. Uh, he is here without a, fa- uh, a I was going to say a face mask, but a pretend face. <laughs> it's superstar producer Tech Priest Dicky. Oh yeah, uh, hey, Dicky yeah, face I'm reveal real. comments incoming, uh, even yeah. though you've done it like I'm a million so times, like three times. I'm yeah. sorry. I wish you'd get dressed up before you'd come on, honestly. Like, yeah, pew, pew, pew. that's a good t shirt. Did uh, Mickey nerdy. Mouse, did Mickey Mouse seize that from you when you tried to go to Disneyland wearing, yeah, fish did he merch? say you can't wear that? No, were they, uh, did, do they actually do that? Do they actually like take away people's ability to wear certain clothes? Dicky, are you asking me if, if you go to Disney wearing a Star Wars shirt that wasn't made by Disney, if they would take your clothes away? <laughs> And yeah, they would. how would they know in the streets? That's part of the user agreement that you have with them when you buy a ticket, actually. Yeah. Mm. Like, show me your underpants. I believe there's an unlicensed TIE fighter in your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to let them film it. You do. You do. That's that's how they lost the um, copyright to Steamboat Mickey. Anyway, this week's comment <laughs> of the week is brought to you by our friends at Frontline Gaming. They're open 24-7 over at FrontlineGaming.org. Uh, all your GW product is bought at a 15% discount, or better yet, buy all your stuff cheaper through their second-hand store. Uh, this week, uh, our comment of the week is about our recent move, with Joel Adkins coming and saying, move to Mondays to accommodate a show that had like 10 episodes. <laughs> Danny, yeah. what's this in reference to? I have no idea. Um, but what I'm, what I am interested in, um, it might be some show Val's on who knows, man. Uh, but the reality of it is, is that I have a clinic for school on Monday nights, uh, this semester. So we can't do it on Monday nights. I can't do it on Monday nights. And uh, I subjected all the rest of the members to my will. Yeah. This is a ridiculous, uh, this is Canadian levels of self-depreciation because this is actually in reference to when we originally started Grimm, we were on Tuesday nights, but we had to move. Oh Yeah. Because chapter tactics, chapter tactics, uh, was on like just oh, after us. That's and, right, I remember that. They had a the, few shows, though. And well, Joel said they had like ten episodes. Those ten episodes did more views in uh, two months than <laughs> our entire run has done yeah. in oh, three man. years, or ever will do. Um, but yeah, it, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Joel, for the comment. Keep the comments coming in. Yeah. Um, let's go. Let's go through some state of play. Some air horn added in there for a little extra spice. 
Um, welcome to State of Play. This is a segment where we catch up with what we've been up to in Warhammer in the last week. And this week, it's actually several weeks as we catch up uh, after our undeserved and thoroughly enjoyed Christmas vacation. It was awesome. Um, you guys have a good Christmas? Well, I guess that's the first day to play. Good Christmas. Good. Yeah, good it was New fun. Year. I had a great Christmas. What about you, Dickie? What a blast. This uh, the, brought the family to Florida to spend some time with the Floridians oh, cool. for Christmas. Uh, it was the first time that uh, we ever got away. Uh, my wife thought it was the best thing ever because she didn't have to cook. She didn't have to clean. And she's like, we can keep doing this. And I was like, yeah. I can't afford that. So uh, yeah, your child so- <laughs> is very malnourished now because of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we didn't eat. We just uh, <laughs> went to uh, to Mickey Land, and that was the end of it. So, yeah. Nice, nice. This is a Nurgle Man chat coming up saying, we thought you moved to not overlap with Titans members night, uh, which oh. really does explain the the viewership the first few weeks. We we definitely have a lot of crossover. I think that's probably why we've been get, not getting as many visitors is because they're stealing them from us, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're the small fish. No, yeah. it's there. Yeah, it's it's their fault. That we're, they're on yeah. their way down. Don't worry. About yeah, that. we're about to release our own <laughs> set of foldable terrain boards. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you guys like paper terrain? Dude, I love it. <laughs> Oh dear! Because I know a selling feature of my terrain is it's not waterproof. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I you know my terrain it. usually isn't. To be fair, it, you know, once you get mold in those things, John, in those walls, like it's over. You can't use that terrain anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, though I've seen some people's gaming rooms, um, and and there's absolutely mold located in there. Uh, no, no. Well, I have a couple of- call me out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, I wasn't wow. about your gaming room. <laughs> Your gaming room was how it should be, cluttered, yet clean. Mm. was very cluttered. It's very cluttered. Um, I, of course, as you can tell by the sound of my voice, uh, passed out on New Year's very early because I had a fever all weekend. Uh, So I'm feeling awful, but sounding uh, hoarse. Some might say attractive. My wife wouldn't, but that's okay. We're going to start. You uh, look more human, John. It's true. It's true. It shows that I have a um, flaws. I know you haven't spotted them before, so it's really nice that I have them It's now. hard to see. It is. It is. Behind the, the brilliance of me. Uh, we're yeah. going to start off with the new store anniversary minis, which were announced just this week. Uh, we have this guy here first. He's a new Fire Slayer character. And the notes here I have saying, Fire Slayer characters are the primaris lieutenants of the Age of Sigmar range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in, unlike the primaris lieutenants, uh, these guys just don't get, get any play. <laughs> yeah. What What do you think that key's for? Uh, must a chastity belt. Oh. Ooh, that's why he's very proud. For him he's or like, for someone else? For someone else. He's like, I have all come take my dwarf <laughs> genitive. <laughs> John, he you, he makes you wrestle him for the key to his chastity oh. belt. That's part of his. That's part of his kink. That is. I like it. Fire, fire crotch, indeed, fire slayer. Yeah. Um, but honestly, super good, super good miniature. You understand? Yeah, I, like I think it. a lot of the GW designers are coming from a place uh, where I know from the dwarven range uh, back in the day, all of the slayers were just gorgeously posed and sculpted. Uh, and I think that's kind of when people are like, "Do you want to do a special miniature?" You're like, "Yeah, I want to do a fire slayer." And then we get these guys here who come in and look great. Yeah, they look really good. I think you make a cool chaos dwarf if you painted them different colors. Yeah, yeah, like a gray skin. Yeah, and like yeah. not make paint his beard orange, or just paint it black. It'd be like a party votan. Yeah, that's he's true. just like you know, screw it. Put a gun in his hand, and he's like, "Yep, I'm just oh, naked." This, this Danny, you just, cool you just gave me like 
old world ideas. Ah, that's how, that's how I do, dude. That's yeah. That's, that's how I do. That's yep. how I do. Uh, also, we have 40k obviously got some love. It can't mm-hmm. go too long without getting it. They got a new ethereal miniature, um, and I want to say it's really easy to modify his smoke container uh, and it's added into a like a uh, chicken nugget box. <laughs> yeah, because it's exactly the same shape as a McDonald's chicken nugget box. Yeah, I wasn't sure if this was uh, meant to be like a female tower or not. I'm not sure. I don't know what that would look like. Trying to cure you with crystals and smoke. So I'm assuming it's a (laughs) essential oils, John. That's that's a a nebulizer in in there. It's a a lady Tao who's part of a pyramid scheme. We don't we don't want to label her or or it. Yeah, we don't want to label it. No. We're good. It's simple. First you sign your cast up to to get this stuff, and then you sell it to other casts. It's like a reverse funnel of the cast pyramid. Uh you know. Reverse cast funnel. Yeah. Um, it's like cast order. <laughs> but yeah, and then she has a little PlayStation controller symbols and her blade is and everything is all cool. What are your guys' thoughts on these? Uh, <laughs> I didn't notice that, but now I can't unsee it. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I did not see that at all. That's amazing. Oh, man. I, I originally liked her, but now I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on, on the, the use of Tau and uh, Fire Slayers for the store anniversary miniatures? Uh, we are kind of getting out there. I think last time it was one of the the, the Swamp Oryx from, from Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. I forgot what they're called. Um, this kind of expansion cool. passed. Uh, space marines and kind of uh, age of sigmar is uh the um sigmarines uh, uh the last years for 40k was uh votan model yeah. Oh, yeah uh yeah. is this good that our anniversary models are kind of expanding past the, the typical characters yeah i any kind of expansion of visibility for other factions that aren't space marines i think is a good move for gw yeah 100 yeah. percent agree yeah and one lieutenant it is a beautiful model. Both of them are really good. And the nice thing is, in two years, they can release this as a special release uh, for $45 a piece. Uh, and speaking about very expensively released miniatures, uh, this next guy was also announced over Christmas time. Oh, uh, Made to order Warhammer 40,000 Battle for McCrag set coming up. This beautiful set brings you 10 tactical space marines one of the most frequently used space marine units of all time um, yeah yeah some i think the last of the termagants they found down the side of the the warehouse cushions uh some gene stealers uh some spores and then what this kit you're really spending 150 dollars for uh the imperial navigator in a crash ship uh what are your guys thoughts on this i might have subtly put my thoughts in the bottom right hand corner of this here <laughs> yeah very subtle um i almost didn't notice it at all even though yeah. i'm a huge danny devito fan um you know i have to say uh if people want this it's made to order it's not really hurting anybody else i think if they're putting this out there for people to buy so i don't really see the problem with it i mean i think it's stupid but yeah I don't have a great nostalgia for this kit because I was already playing 40k when it came out. Do you know what I remember about this kit is how damn annoying it was to try and balance my miniatures on that plane. Yeah, for that that piece of terrain. (laughs) It is awful. Everyone gets real nostalgic for it. Everyone forgets how bad it is to actually fit models in or around it. That's true. Is it this looks just cool. is this just the thing that this uh, nostalgia sells for GW? That's just going to be the thing because uh, yeah, we no. saw the 
world releases uh, coming back. It's just nostalgia. Uh, it's like pay a whole bunch more money. I will say, uh, I don't it agree is, with that at all. It I'm is sorry. I think yeah, you're very wrong. Diggy. I'm gonna keep going so you don't have time. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say. So, uh, I will say that it's a way cheaper to buy from GW than it is to buy from those eBay uh, scalpers. So actually you're getting a deal through GW. That is my initial thought, but I don't know, man, like I, I was really hoping to see some of the new kits. We only see one new kit in the, in the new boxes. Nostalgia is just, is it doing it? I don't know. I what no? What I would talking about old world? Or are you talking about battle from a crack? Old world. I, no one's buy, No one's actually buying this, right? This is like not. This is just. Well, Space on. Mountain in chat saying this is the kid that introduced him to 40k. Okay. Uh, so that's Maybe you know, Space it's, there's a lot of nostalgia here. You know what? I would have liked to have seen rather than a complete just re-release of it is an updated version of this that would because be cool. we yes. have. Beautiful new Gene Steeler models, beautiful new Termagons. Hell, I think even beautiful new Tactical Marines Brand from new all of the ones that are here. Well. Yeah. Brand new um, Gene Steelers, yeah. Like, you could have released the, the Crash Lander with an updated squad's head in there. Heck, you could even have charged 200 bucks and just had the updated ones in there and kind of done it there. And I think there, there's a market for that. 100%. Uh, Mark, Mark Murphy chat saying, this is such a bad deal, even I won't buy it. <laughs> Um, and it's space man to come back and I'll be damned if I buy that for $150. It is. I think we're cashing in on the wrong additions nostalgia. If you were going to yeah. do one, you're doing one with the, uh, was it the little box knot, little dread knot? Yeah. Uh, Battle for Black Reach. Battle for Black orcs. Reach. Yeah. With, that was with great. Orcs. It had uh, the copters in it. It had yep. uh, a bunch of boys. Um, I don't know. Greg Dickey, I'll 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 concede that this this does sell to nostalgia. That's the whole point of this yeah. release, I think, for sure. Yep. I just don't necessarily agree about the old world stuff, but we can you talk know, about that. The reason the- for the old world stuff is, yeah, money, <laughs> yeah, money, yes. me, money now, money, please, money. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it. it it's interesting to see them go that way with the nostalgia releases. There's a couple of really cool ones coming. I think Battle for McCrag is kind of a, a miss. For, for me when it comes in there just because of my outstanding memories of it are being in a dark basement in Wasilla, Alaska, a place <laughs> called the metagame, desperately trying to make an, Imper- uh, an Imperial Fist Terminator with a weighted base not fall off of that terrain. I think that's where we played our first game together, John. That's literally where I met you. And then yeah, this, we made fun of This is Joe. just lazy nostalgia, right? Like this like like you said, John, they could have done this so much better. Like put new termagons, put new anything and keep the old terrain for God's sakes. That's the reason people want to yeah. buy this. But like ugh. Here you ugh. go, GW. Here's a free idea. You call it Warhammer 40,000 evolved or warfare evolved or whatever like kind of thing like that the and then you re-release old sets at a 200 percent markup but with new versions of the models release a black reach set with primaris intercessors and a, a, a like primaris dreadnought <laughs> easy danny yeah. yeah it's the you know look and it's been working so well for ea doing this stuff i'm sure that that will <laughs> that will be you know amazing like we wouldn't want to like get that hit of that old game that they loved every time they uh every time they played new 40k right you know what i loved about it the most is when they sold dlc passes so like actually when you buy the evolved games you only get one squad with it and it's up to you to buy the other ones to, to get it in there <laughs> that's two different boxes john oh god Dang it, yeah amazing 
Uh, moving on, so that's that, that's all of the the cool releases I wanted to go over from the last week or so here. Uh, next up, we have the 2023 miniature of the year, which came with a very misleading header on Warhammer Community because that photo is 80% Angron and 10% Little Bitch winner Lionel Johnson. Um, you mean the one and true king right there? Are oh, you for kidding God's me? Sake. Angron that, was robbed. Angron was robbed. Not he, even close. Oh, though. for God's sake. This model beats the shit out of Angron, both literally and figuratively. He doesn't literally do the either. Like, Angron yeah, was so much better than this model. Uh, and I'm not, he, I'm not the only one. It looks like he's power walking down a runway. Or like to the sound of Miley Cyrus's hit "Wrecking Ball," probably uh, is proud, a powerful thing. Guys, what kind of effect do you think me having an Angron uh, displayed on Warhammer Community with a shitty base led to him losing Model of the Year 2023? Probably at least fifteen percent. Probably at least fifteen. <laughs> it's all your fault, then. It is. It is. I take a hundred percent of the blame, and for that, I don't care. Uh, I got to paint a really cool model that I really enjoy. Uh, so that's it. Yeah, uh, really Danny, cool. you love this model. Uh, we we talked about it since he first came out. What is it that makes him so iconic and so oh similar Are yet different from his 30K? Iteration? First of all, well, no, he looks completely different than his 30K model. Well, I was going to similar, but different. Different. like well, what ties the two together? They're the same guy, John. That's what ties <laughs> them together. <laughs> But otherwise, they look totally different. Because, I mean, he's got new armor. He's got, He's been like, asleep for a long time. His so, sword is new. He doesn't, yeah. he, he doesn't have either of the swords that he has in his, his 30K kit. He doesn't have those Ewoks on his base. Right. Stuff. Yeah. Amazing. And he needs the Ewoks, dude. They help him. They carry So now that sword. I've been properly dressed down for my opinion, yeah. uh, what, what makes this one so iconic and what makes it deserve to be model of the year? What does what what makes it deserve to be model yeah, model in your opinion? Yeah, so many things. The pose the motion that's captured in this model is incredible. Like it's a stern, like he's he's just about to charge. He's unsheathed his sword. He's ready to duel the enemy enemy general. Cut off his head. Like, I mean, he's he. It's incredible. Like you can just you tell you can tell just by the way he looks. Total badass. Yeah. Well, Angron was robbed, and the majority of the shows. Are really good. I agree. Yeah. What 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 makes Angron deserve to be model of the year, John? So again, I, I mean, I'm not saying, and again, it goes to kind of like the, the size and the eye drawing. Where yeah, Lionel Johnson, he draws the eye, and he has a great pose. Mm. Um, and yeah, he is kind of striding confidently into battle, and he has that kind of great look about him there. Um, Angron's just captures his character so much. And like, like he's almost hunched pain, hunched over in pain from how much rage he's in. Uh, like his, and it just, it just, it's really hard to show like that contained rage, but because it's Angron, like he's trying, like there's no rage to contain. And I just, I think it, it really does a great job of taking what is essentially Angron just becomes a bloodthirster. I mean, let's let not like shit about it. Like that's what happens, right? So you're taking like a standard bloodthirster where we now have like regular, like three regular bloodthirsters. We have Scarbrand. Angron's different. And to take an existing kit and to keep all of the, the telltale signs and kind of artistic motifs to kind of transfer stuff over from Angron's 30K model. So there's that continuity 
Um, I just love right. all of that stuff there. There's, uh, you know, they really nailed the slouching, I think. That, that, that's what I like, the slouching. Yeah. It's so animalistic, and it's such a great job, and it's so different than the other Bloodthirsters. Which is what, you know, I'm really glad that they managed to really kind of single out that Chaos Primarchs have bad posture, <laughs> and uh, that's kind of the defining trait that makes it so iconic, John. That's really, it's really impressive that you've kind of nailed it down or kind of I dialed did. it down to that. I did. You know? I did. Yeah. Um, how, and then you have Lionel Johnson, who looks like his sword is going to be switched out with a spanking paddle based on the look on his face. He might. Your yeah, discipline daddy's on. on his way. He's ready for a new star. <laughs> Lionel Daddy will give you a pat of the paddling of a lifetime. <laughs> oh. For, for the lion. Lion for the lion. But that wasn't all of the tomorrow you die, John. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't. But you won't be able to sit. Uh, But that wasn't the only Dark Angels that we saw. As Dark Angels suffered the same fate orcs have suffered of being announced on a specific date. So on Christmas Day, they announced the release or the the upcoming release of a whole bunch of new Dark Angels, Primarified Terminators, uh, Deathwing Terminators, Belial. the very funkly named Inner Circle Companions. They're very close. Mm-hmm. Roommates, perhaps. It's his companion yeah. who's only with him. Um, but there's that, I hear the angels sing. It's Angels Day. I'm like, oh no, this is October, but much worse, because now the worst fan base in all of 40K, the Dark Angel player, uh, <laughs> oh will now God, expect... Not the worst fan base. Will now expect a release every Christmas base. day. Oh. Mm. Uh, but yeah, starting off with uh, Big Daddy uh, Belial. Uh, Danny, I know you're uh, a Dark Angels fanatic. <laughs> I am. I love what, Dark what, Angels. Right, what, what, no, no, that was that was a gen. That wasn't even a burn or attempt to be <laughs> shitty towards my friend. That was a genuine comment. <laughs> uh, what are what are your thoughts on Belial? Um, I like that they made uh, his bolter seem epic and they're concentrating on that part of him. I, I don't like this head comparatively to the other head. The, the um, nose or, is huge. I don't know if you've seen it. He had, a big, he had a big huge. nose in his original model as well. Sure. That was kind of you know his I mean? thing. Look, dude, he's gotten punched in the face probably a lot in his life. I would imagine that it's kind of big and flattened out like a lot of fighters are. Um, they really got the iconic Dark Angel sword with the flared tip. Yeah, dude, he looks like a pugilist right there. I mean, he looks yeah. like he beats ass. I do have oh. in my notes here, I'm pissed off that GW stole my haircut for him. Yeah. <laughs> the widow's peak? He's Ooh. got the widow's peak hard, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, at least you still have the peak, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I made the comment to my wife the other day that I had a new metaphor for my hairline, and it's like my face is water and my hair is the shore. And over the years, my face has slowly eroded away with the coastal line that was my hair. As sea levels rise. That's no good. Oh, Oh, and that's why, you know, I'm slowly growing an island right here. But yeah, this is like you have, it looks like several head options. Uh, Again, his face, he... The cheekbones are weak. I don't know, man. Like the face. I do have one complaint about the model. Yes. I would say only one though. I think everything else is pretty great. Um, I don't like his chest. I think it's really plain. It could use like a dark angel symbol or something like that. It just looks like a big empty area. It's a big tunic kind of. And that looks kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Super true. Uh, And and we also have these guys here, the aforementioned inner circle companions. Companions. God, I love them, dude. They're Uh, so freaking I think the best comment I saw on Twitter about this was that someone said, and now Dark Angels players have to learn how to paint a fourth color. 
<laughs> What's the other color? Red. So there's the yeah the the purpley red on the the burgundy the cloaks. Look, John. Dark angels are green. They're red. They're white. It's the perfect army to show off at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think these guys are, game wise, Danny? I think they're like sword brethren, sword brethren, or maybe blade guard veterans without shields. Um, they look like they might even have iron halos, so they might have an invulnerable save. I don't know. They're yeah. going to be good close combat troops. I think that's probably going to be the, the smoke makes them like minus one to hit or some baloney like that. Maybe I can see. Yeah. I know I have a lot of Black Templars that have a lot of random-ass smoke coming off them, and they don't have any benefits. Well, you're not Dark Angels. No, that's fair. That's there you secret go. Smoke. Good point. Got him. <laughs> maybe uh, the Lion can join them, or maybe they can act as bodyguards for him. Since these are like the redeemed guys from the Son of the Forest, right? I believe so. Again, they're called Inner Circle Companions. Yeah. yeah. And I, uh, whenever awesome, I, dude. I'm really excited to see these I, guys on the table and see the rules for sure. When I read that name for them, though, I was like, oh, look, that's Chris's roommate. Are they friends, mayhaps? Companions? <laughs> well, I don't um, know, John. It, I mean, they could just be buddies. That's true. Real good friends. They they're really just paying friends. They're paying how much to um, the 30K version, right? I assume. The Deathwing Companions in yeah. 30K? Yeah. 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 No. Um, so I found this absolute uh, dog shit take uh, on yeah. the release, uh, which is this guy here. It says... I am not happy at all with the new set. The real value of the box lies in Belial. Probably you only need one. Danny, can we confirm that for a special heroic character, you probably only need one of those? I don't know, John. You may want an extra one as a backup. Backup, that's fair. Somebody gets mad because you're playing Dark Angels and destroys the model in front of you. Oh, dear. This is my Belial for my home store. This is my travel Belial. (laughs) My travel Belial. Belial. (laughs) This is my reference Belial. I and, use them for line of sight purposes. <laughs> Deathwing Knights, you probably need at least 10. Therefore, you will need to buy two boxes if you don't want to wait six months to buy single box Deathwing Knights. That gives you a total of 20 extra Terminators and extra Codex and Belial. At this point, if you play Dark Angels, probably you will be swimming in Terminators, which sounds painful. Uh, they have sharp edges. They're, and they're heavy, dude. Yeah. They could crush you. Uh I already bought two boxes of Leviathan and I already have my own 10-man Terminator army. Uh, that's not an army. A whole but army of 10 models? Oh. That's like oh. half of what you need. What about the I command squad? Take- Will these be a separate box? Probably we only need two or three of these. I like, uh, by the way, this. the reason this is a dog shit opinion, by the way. Um, oh, actually, I'm going to finish up now. It's impressive how Games Workshop leads you to buy over-expensive miniatures that you don't need or want you or won't <laughs> use. Uh, I guess I will end up adding more plastic to my pile of unbuilt minis. Uh, the reason this is a dog shit opinion is because this guy is outraged based on a release date for a single box that he guessed. Um, that he already owns 10 Terminators for an army that, Danny, you're probably going to want 15 or 20, I'm guessing, for a lot of the stuff. Oh, I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Terminators aren't even good. So, like, look, to be honest, <laughs> you probably don't need any Terminators at all. Like, they're fine, but they're yeah. not good. Um, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and maybe. maybe they will be in Dark Angels. We don't know. I mean, we don't know what the what their detachments are or anything like that. I mean, they could be very good. Yeah, um, swimming in Terminators, like, by the way, is 10 Terminators. Yeah, that's not an army, dude. That's a squad. <laughs> nice yeah. try. You're it, Like, honestly, you can fit 40 or 50 Terminators in a list. 
Um, so dude, that sounds hilarious. I'm going to need you to do that in RTT coming up here soon. Yeah, for sure. But I can do that. Isn't the real reason this guy's mad is because GW is releasing new and better kits. Like, is that right. the real? Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to buy him anyway. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that at the, at the end, he says he's just going to buy them anyway. He's just going to buy them. So buy <laughs> what I love, um, about is is in the article because people don't read the articles they look at the picture in the article it states that uh dark angels upgrade set is coming uh, similar to what they've done with other space marine chapters this upgrade set comes with a plasma cannon it comes with other dark angels iconography Mm -hmm. so you don't need to buy these new boxes you need to buy an upgrade set for the plasma cannon yeah i mean look you won't be able to get the deathwing knights outside this box maybe for maybe for a bit I don't yeah. even know if we don't even know when those are coming out. So like, yeah. it's a lot of speculation. Like you mentioned, John. Yeah. Uh, Falcon Hunter, by the way, saying I fit 47 DA terminators in a 2000 point list. Yeah. So you could probably term. do like 45 in a terminator character and that's an army. Sounds hype. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for the box. The box looks super cool. Uh, mm-hmm. The only part of this opinion that isn't terrible is at no point does he go 3d printer go burr. Uh, which is the standard response I'm usually finding at the end of these rants. Yeah. The other thing that kind of popped up while we were gone here is the return since the, for the first time since 2020, I realized, which is a long time of Warhammer heroes. Um, My notes here say uh, the FAQs to Warhammer heroes show me what an utter trash community we are uh, and how awful we are as people, as Warhammer fans. I picked out some of my favorites right here. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, a frequently asked question is, what if I'm selected as a Warhammer hero, but I don't want to accept it? Dickie, previous slide. Oh, I didn't sorry, I didn't split these out. I'm a cheap my boy. Bad, my bad. So, yeah, a genuine question is, what if I'm selected but don't want it? Uh, which I was like, why would you even have that? I'm like, oh, it's a Warhammer fan base. Um, can I swap my medal and other goodies for cash? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That is disgusting, John. I think that's the worst one of all of these by like a like a mile. They said, "Why would you want to do that?" And no, you can't. These medals are super special and a unique way of us recognizing your awesome contributions to the Warhammer hobby community. I feel like these people aren't that awesome. <laughs> that's what they're trying to do. Uh, my other favorite one: What if I don't know the full name of my nominee? What does that matter? <laughs> We can't really help you there, but if you tell us what you can about them, we may be able to find them. No promises, though. So, so this is when we got to just submit a, a nomination for Dave. Dave. Who? Just can you, Dave. Can you find Dave? Find, no. Where does he live? Don't know. Dave's not here, oh, man. Maybe. <laughs> Somewhere. Um, I thought I did you were see... suggesting that we do that, and I'm like, no, John. No, no, no. <laughs> over over <laughs> uh, with our friends on Signals with the front line. I know Kicker was suggesting uh the pressuring even if you will people to uh vote for seth uh, seth oster as a warhammer wow. hero uh due to his uh, uh frequent contributions to danny's win rate um <laughs> the faq here uh says can i nominate the same person more than once it says if you like but the winners will be chosen on the quality of their deeds not just the quantity of their nominations so i feel fairly safe that, yeah, that seth's you will get that. one there yeah Guys, any thoughts about Warhammer Heroes? Great program. I know I've nominated people in the past who I thought were really good for. Our nominate team. Phil again. He's a good guy. Phil would be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I nominated one of our local TOs at the time, Nate. I remember back in the day uh, because he really brought together our community, and I thought that was really impressive. I mean, he saved our community basically big time. 
Nice. So it's yeah. just, uh, there's all kinds of great people all around the U S though, that really help the hobby and like help support it. And I think this is a great way to show recognition of that aspect because there's no other way really that you would know about what these people are doing and really helping all of us to keep kind of the level of this game popular and make uh, more as universal as it really is. It's crazy. Like how much people do for this hobby and you're right. It's not recognized like at all. Um, and like we, we are quick to attack TOs and make fun of TOs for, for whatever, but sure. the amount of shit they're doing for free or, Oh my God, store credit. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, it's insane. So it is a great program for that as well. Um, but yeah, sorry, Arch, uh, quality matters on these. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I mean, he might get nominated a bunch. <laughs> Again, the FAQ thankfully uh, they, says he. Thankfully, they they address that. Like, oh, if you're a racist douche, like, uh, you're probably not going to get selected. No, probably. <laughs> I like how you, law probably. school has made you never do the definitive article. You're just adding a probably in there to give you that. Well, I never said. Uh, <laughs> move on. I have here on this next one the Grim After Dark Old World Minute, uh, which Dickie, you've already violated several times today with your excitement. Um, but. This was a comment I love because it says, I have zero trust in Games Workshop. From what I've seen of the old world, it's just with 9th edition, rebased to force new purchases with 90% of the models recycled and a single new unit of foot knights led by a woke feminist. Cynical cash grab, <laughs> guilty until proven innocent. Danny, how do you feel about your Tomb Kings being talked of that way? <laughs> You know, it's fair, John. This is a fair opinion. I think it's probably real. Um, I agree with all of it, actually. Really? No, all of it? Kidding. All of it? <laughs> I've seen um, that. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a clip. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think that uh, this opinion is wrong for a bunch of different reasons. Um, but, uh, I mean, there is some truth to it. There is some truth to this post, uh, like a little bit. The woke uh, 90% part? recycled models is kind of a bummer. Uh, I get why people yeah. are upset about that. It was a bummer. Um, but at the same time, um, they don't have a track record that this is going to succeed any better than the last time that they tried it. And so I think that they need, they're going to, I feel like they're going to test the waters and see how it goes. Now, whether or not like people are going to be able to play this game on launch, like new players, I think is yeah. going to be a different story. And I think that there's going to be a lot of people using third-party models or 3D prints to 3D play this game. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I, I hope that I hope it works out because I love this game with all my heart, um, and uh, I would like it to be played more. I yeah. will say I've made a lot of jokes, Danny, over our years and years of recording together. The only time I genuinely make you upset is when I make fun of Old World too much. <laughs> or how many times <laughs> Where I'm like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a general. I think what people have to realize is Games Workshop's capacity. Uh, right now, sure. you have Warhammer 40,000 breaking all sales records, uh, everything flying out the door, can't keep everything in stock. You have Age of Sigmar doing amazing with sales, uh, can't get up. You have uh, the, the Underworlds, which are doing really good. Heck, you have all the specialist games. Now, uh, you have Horus Heresy that's doing really well. You have uh, Titanicus or, or, Epi or Imperialis is really doing fantastic now. Trying to fit logistically in an entire new game system with eight entirely brand new armies isn't something feasible in the time frame provided for Old World. I think they shot themselves in the foot a little by giving a time frame. Um, yeah. 
But the, if you wanted it, this is kind of what you kind of have to get to, to make it fit. <sighs> yeah. yeah. And like, look, uh, this is the start. This isn't the end. This isn't the middle. This isn't anything other than the beginning of what this is. So if it continues to be popular and I, 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 I think it will be, I think it's probably going to, I think they probably underestimate how popular this will yeah, be. I agree. Um, but it's pre-orders uh, in this Saturday. Yeah. 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 Check it out. Get what you want. Uh, like, Oh, um, we did kind of mention we might do a little bit like there's a lot of pre-orders for this. Do we yeah. want to talk about maybe some things that would be that you might want to pre-order? Yeah. From our friends at frontlinegaming.org. I would yeah, love for to. Sure. You should totally pre-order from them. If you have the chance, I think that's I'm a sure good we have a code somewhere we never use. <laughs> yeah. Say, say, say grim sent you. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, there's a lot of different things that are on that uh, that list of, that list of stuff to buy. There's cards. There's yeah. movement trays. There's boxes. Um, you know, if you want to play either of those armies, Tomb Kings or Bretonians, you should buy the box. Yep, it's a good starter core for each of those armies. Yep. I know the dragon is probably like a little wild, like for Tomb Kings, but it comes with so many other miniatures that you're going to need: the horsemen, the chariots, the the ske- you definitely want skeletons. Um, so like all that stuff you'll use in your game plus you'll get a couple of heroes as well uh just from the dragon box you can probably build them as whatever you want um bretonian one is great gives you the lord on the pegasus um and then you the knights, knights of the realm. yeah you're gonna you're need the, the knights 100 uh, percent you're gonna want the bowman you're gonna want the bowman uh 100%. i think you're even gonna want the peasants i think that they're a good solid block to kind of hold troops up that you don't want to fight until you can flank them with your knights rear charge them with your lances so probably. i think that that's probably good Um, probably, um, (laughs) uh, but otherwise like the cards and all that stuff, if you want that stuff, get it. I'm definitely going to get some sleeves. I, I, I want some, the dice are cool. Um, uh, I I really like the Tomb Kings. I like the Tomb Kings one. Back in the day when, when I played uh fifth edition, I believe it was my movement trays. They have that cool modular movement trays. Now, uh, my movement trays were made from cereal boxes. They were painted green and flocked. Hmm. Yeah, I couldn't afford to buy models no. as, a, as, a, as a kid, like in 5th edition when I started playing Warhammer Fantasy. And so I would take cereal boxes and cut out the units. And then I would take Lego pieces and put them oh, on the movement trays and move yeah. them around my bedroom because... Wow. And we were like, Lego boxes go burr, games workshops <laughs> yep. in trouble now. <laughs> oh, man, my rattling gun killed all those games. <laughs> um yeah, uh, but man, uh, just check out those things. Like, if you like the peripheral stuff, I think it's probably pretty nice. Yeah. Um, just based on like the heresy cards, I know we saw some of the Imperialis cards are really nice. Uh, Games Workshop sent us some of those, and I liked them. John, did you like those cards? <laughs> John's oh. gone. Apparently, Did we lose John. Yeah, yeah. John froze. Huh. Um, who needs a host? <laughs> Dude, yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I think that stuff's nice. Uh, uh, check that out. Uh, I definitely want some sleeves uh, so I can keep the cards nice. Yeah. Um, I think they said the cards have, like, magic items and spells on them and stuff, too. And you're going to want the markers to place down to show that, like, stuff has gone off or, like, marker units. I think it's really good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what what a, lo- what a lo- load of useful stuff. If you're going to play... Uh, Tomb Kings or Bretonians. I mean, if you want any of the other models that are going to get released, I would 
I would order those because I think they're probably going to go out of stock pretty quick. Especially the resin models. The Those knights on foot are so gorgeous. They're so cool, dude. So good. Yeah. Um, so if, if you if you want the new stuff, I would say 100% get the new stuff because they're gorgeous. Uh, yeah, the old stuff is a little hard well, to do. Obviously, the best unit in Bretonia is Grail Knights. They've already shown us the stats for those guys. I mean, those stats are absolutely wild. So we can only assume that they're probably one of the... I mean, they were the best yeah. unit before. So I would assume they're probably the best unit in Bretonia after. Um, like, as far as hitting power goes. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think the best unit, as always, is a new unit of Foot Knights, led by a woke feminist. Isn't the female one a standard bearer like in the one that they previewed? Uh, yeah, but you follow the banner, so they're leading them by a woke feminist, and she has progressive uh social even views. Which makes her the best you know. <clears throat> True, there's even like there's a reason for it. Like, Rapunce uh was uh was a feminine, a feminine. Dude. Uh, Joan of Arc is a historical figure that like relates directly to Bretonia. It, yeah, like, it's hey. like, come on. like so. Stupid, your opinion sucks, John. All right. Hey, Danny, that? did you ever meet Joan of Arc? Can you nope, prove sure she didn't. exists? That's what I thought. You know, and I shouldn't assume her gender, John. <laughs> it's true. Oh, and on God. that classic note, uh, we're gonna go and jump. I'm sure uh, next week's episode titled uh, "New New Year, Old World" uh, will will shed more light onto this. But right now. Time to go around the net. Ooh, chat really not liking me uh, going off against Joan of Arc. Wow. <laughs> that was a surprising of all of the the crap I've said over the years. That that's really chat. That that's what got you <laughs> was me doubting Joan of Arc. Okay, wow, divisive. Uh, welcome to Around the Net. This is the part of the show where we dive deep into the dank drivel the internet provides. And this week, we've got at least two weeks to cover as a running theme in our segments this week. And uh, for our first bit, I'm going for a classic bit. Uh, Danny, describe what we're looking at here. I, I don't even know. It's like some, I think it's supposed to be a Necron. Is this supposed to be a Satan? I will say it's an Overlord model. Oh, God. That makes it. All right. So there's like a... F- Flesh and blood female Necron overlord who is green for some she reason. She likes showing her navel clearly. Yeah, no, she's got an exposed midriff. Is yep. the and navel is the navel and, and face area? Is that energy skin or is that just like you know how oh, copper man. tarnishes over time? Mm. She has hair. Maybe it's like plastic hair. <laughs> it's a, a hologram. I don't know. It's stupid. John, this is a stupid model. Danny, why would people it. why would people think, hey, basing is overrated? We've already been through this here. Yeah, look, especially the rim. You definitely don't have to rim any bases. Uh, is this actually for my Necrons I painted this week? I did rim all of the bases black. Um, yeah, so I've learned my yeah, last one. Um, is this a scene from Disney Pixar's Warhammer 40,000 based on the fat mommy dumper that they put on the model? <laughs> I don't know, John. I can't see the back of her, but I can only assume based on the thickness of those thighs. That <laughs> why do people? Again, I think we've talked about this, Danny. And every time I find a sexualized Necrons, why do people sexualize Necrons in a way that doesn't fit the lore? Like I it, understand it to a point if it fits the story, but it no, doesn't, John. You, why would you sexualize Necrons ever? You know they don't feel that stuff anymore. They're a sexy race. It's true. 
and I want to really quickly, before we move on from this picture, I want to play uh, my new favorite game, uh, which Dickie's going to help me with. And I'm going to stick up my finger when I'm ready for you to switch this to the slide. Uh, Danny, we're going to play. Is that a stain or is it a shadow? No. <laughs> switch the slide. I hope it's a, I hope it's a shadow. <laughs> You hope or leave it. It could be a protein stain, John. (laughs) I just when I when I pulled up this image, I'm like, and I had Danny the same concerns as you. I'm like, what is the skin made of? Why does it have hair? Why aren't you using this as a Catan proxy? Um, (laughs) And then I saw just to the left, and I'm like, I don't want to look at this picture anymore. (laughs) Chat coming in with chat coming in with Ogali being the politest thing I can read right now. Ugh, but it's gross. Moving on, get that off the screen. Yep. Uh, in the time we were gone, GW signed an official agreement with Amazon, so now we only have five years worth of this shit for content. Uh, this guy coming <laughs> in here saying, I hope it will be, and again, I say five years because friend of the show and executive producer Nick Horton actually works in Hollywood. He's like, yeah. from this stage, it's like five, six years. Uh, and that was once things were signed, so it's going to be a long time. Yep. Um, but he's this person says here, I hope it will be super brutal, grim, and gory. And I also hope there will be no real world politics involved. Uh, Discuss how terrible this opinion is, is the discussion point I have here. (laughs) No real world Uh, politics involved. I I mean, yeah, sure. All all that stuff is fine. Uh, I just want them to be like Marnus Calgar. Our father has awoken. He's like, our father's awoken, but we have to stop Trump from taking the White House in 2024. <laughs> like, what are you talking about with like real world politics? It's, I mean, obviously the implication here, uh, because of the implication, yeah, um, is that the uh, uh, is that there's like you know the woke kind of movement stuff that they feel like is infiltrating 40k. Are you um, going to tell me modern culture pretty much the the race of people who are majority robotic? Won't we'll have like uh no gender that's woke, that is absolutely oh. John. Um, and uh, they're all pro abortion, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my thing here, I, I put some notes down here, uh, just kind of those uh, spitballing ideas. Um, they said, I want it to be super brutal, grim, and gory. I want to put down the Deadpool, the movie Deadpool was a huge risk as an R rated movie, uh, because it was an unknown superhero franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, R-rated movies tremendously typically don't make a whole bunch of money. Uh, and the entire movie had a budget of $58 million, uh, which is was so low, they had to rewrite the entire final battle sequence while shooting because they could no longer afford to film it as they did it. You know that part in the movie where the guy says, I left all my guns in the cab and the cab drives off? They only did that because they ran out of money. Uh, <laughs> which honestly Great. makes it far better. And then I was looking, I was like, you know what? That's not a fair comparison. So, like, because it's a movie, it's compared to what I'm assuming is going to be an episodic TV show. Uh, so I kind of looked, and the nearest thing I could sort of find was The Boys, which is like another Amazon yeah. series. Um, that had a budget of $11.2 million per episode, um, which, just to put into comparison, One Division uh, had $25 million an episode. Wow. Uh, Frasier had $7.9 million an episode. So hmm. we're going to expect a TV series somewhere in between Frasier in one division in visual quality okay okay yeah yeah maybe i don't yeah well okay so you're saying that 
you're equating you think that the boys is the same level of franchise as 40k you feel like those are comparable i don't i think for spend for spend on return for amazon i think amazon feels that if they spend about all of that like they would have to spend about that much in order to make something like i feel with an 11 million an episode budget um they could get a good like you could do eisenhorn in a eight episode series for about 11 mil an episode i would say because yeah. you know there's a lot of internal locations you don't have a lot of space marines i think there's like one you, you, space don't, you don't think henry could uh, pump that up a bit that the problem uh, that the problem is, 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 is yeah. 11 yeah well what was lord of the rings per episode so well it was the most expensive show ever i think right <clears throat> and it did so well it did not do well so that's the problem the problem is is you also have lord of rings the, the rings of power which didn't do great one of the most expensive shows um and you know one of the things that ruined it because it wasn't an enjoyable show you know what made it give it terrible reviews and bad publicity mm. was possibly a fanatical and established fan base yeah yeah which we are <laughs> um maybe one worse. billion dollars was rings Ooh, of power a lot of cheddar uh which is ridiculous uh the budget for the entire trilogy uh of original movies was 281 million so like i said i i, I think like the, the i think boys is a fair level because especially because you can't go straight in and just do space marine or horus heresy or something you kind of almost have to introduce especially they're talking about like a cinematic universe what it's almost the, a what would be that? the smart first kind of steps in order it, to get the wider audience to to start watching though it's a meme at this point but eisenhorn like that's like the perfect intro story to 40k because it starts small where you have like back when eisenhorn and, and people kind of together and then it expands and expands and expands and expands so it starts in small and then gets much, much bigger and it kind of invokes all of the classic 40k tropes of chaos uh, of space marines of the warp all of this stuff kind of gets slowly introduced it's probably way cheaper to produce too than like uh like something like gaunt's ghost would be which would be another good introduction i would say like any of dan abnett's series would be good it's just that's going to be a far grander scale yeah. so there's got to have to be bigger it's going to have to be way more expensive to do it, that because my mind warfare. Yeah. in my mind's eye i was kind of thinking of the obi-wan kind of disney show uh, that they did last I think you mean last magical year. experience, an appropriate cap to you, McGregor's time as Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, that one. Uh, that's and also a I damning did. indication of the sons of Tatooine if that did that to him in ten years. Jeez, he got <laughs> rough, dude. Rough, yeah, rough, yeah. But that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, if they could do something like this, um, I, I think it would sell. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. To- you just have to play kind of safe because like rings of power showed that a fanatical fan base will literally ruin all your search algorithms well but yeah that yeah. is star wars as well so yeah yeah true yep. moving on from this i'm sure we can talk about this more in eight years Four when years, it actually years, releases yeah. um, i'm sure the show will keep going yeah every every little nugget of knowledge that comes out about this and people will rage about it and not realize that by the time it releases henry cavill will be like 67 um hmm. <laughs> but I wanted to share this here. Joy Toy advertised this. Yes, it's real. Yes, oh. it will be expensive. 
the joy toy. It's going to be 52 centimeters high. Centimeters. Amazing. That's that's some yeah. girth, John. Dickie, <laughs> if you go down to the next next slide, because Danny, we're in America. Oh, yeah. We're in America, Danny. Uh, so, uh, Dickie, you got it right away. Um, yeah. But I was going to say this tastefully hidden sex toy is seventy five percent the size of <laughs> the Joy Toy Imperial Knight. Uh, this wow! Covered <laughs> fist is sixteen inches. Uh, the Joy Toy Imperial Knight will be twenty two inches tall. Twenty two. Um, I don't know if you want to go to the next slide, Dickie, here. Uh, this is an, oh, artist, no, rendi- an yeah. artist rendition of what I think the Joy Toy will look like. <laughs> All right. I'm down. That looks pretty, that looks pretty cool. That's, That's just an Imperial Knight picture I found on the internet. That's yep. That was the joke. John, that barrel looks like it might be an issue, though. I think there might be, like, that might be too long of an accessory for something like that. I, I think it's going to break off if people are, you know, want to display it. It's going to take up too much space, you know, size-wise. You need to, like, kind of narrow your scope, yeah. I think, and really make it streamlined. It's really hard to fit all of it in. It, oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a constant struggle with Joy Toys, John. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Danny, you looked on the Joy Toys site uh, before we went on air today. I was you were surprised. I a private browser, and I was browsing Joy Toys. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I'm always surprised at how expensive stuff is uh, from Joy Toy, right? Yeah. Um, Warren is like 120 US. Yeah. Like uh, Lionel Johnson is 150 bucks. Oh, how much do you think Jeez. an Imperial Knight's going to be? So it's not out yet. So I try to find it. I'm going to guess like five, four, or five hundred bucks. Yeah. Because, like, okay, a, a, they're releasing a, a Dread Knight figure. And it's $350 without a dude in it. <laughs> Wait, you don't get the guy in there? No, you can buy the guy, but it's an extra 50 bucks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and you know for a fact they're going to make a pilot be able to fit in the top hatch. Yeah. An extra 50 bucks for the, the pilot? That's so brutal. It's a premium hobby, Dickie. It's not for yeah, the pores. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moving on, I'm excited to see it. Hopefully, hey Joy Toy, send us a sample. Um, yeah, we oh, would yeah. Love, yeah, yeah, we would love to see I'd it. sample the hell out of a Joy Toy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next one here I have says 3D printing's heart grew three sizes this day. Um, I found this this comment on a 3D printing group uh, when someone asked to share an STL, and this person here says, "I would share, and I tried to, but the STL is being removed from the source, and I'm not the owner." Danny, Dickie, what do we feel about this sudden newfound respect for intellectual property? (laughs) Just this guy. Just this once. I knew there was a twist of the knife here. Um, Well, John, um, I'm glad that they're being conscientious of that. I think that's good. Um, It could be a legitimate SDL. It could be. Did you guys want to see the SDL? (laughs) because <laughs> i, I yeah. also snapped a picture of the stl oh is it on the next screen it is on the next screen okay let me see oh, okay yeah, yeah. See. oh no i just covered it so that would be oh, the STL. jesus christ <laughs> danny what are we looking at here <laughs> this is the necron lord with the translocation trout john i think you find it's robot king 
with teleport staff. <laughs> no, this is entirely just a scan of a brand new Games Workshop model. Um, what do you you think uh, about the? Is it, is it the Pirates Code that it's cool to steal one thing but not like stealing someone else's stolen things? You know, like the honor of thieves kind of a thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. Like that. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I loved it. That, that's all I want to say. Uh, it was it was fun times. It was good to go. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, it got taken down very quickly. I wonder why. It might what? be because it is an exact copy of a brand I'm looking, new model. I'm looking at the model right now. I'm I like, literally held my model up to it there. Yeah, it's 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 pretty damning. Uh, but that's it. Hey, let's uh, do a real quick uh, eBay price is right. And then get out of here. All right. That was smooth. I really got to figure out when that ends so I can kind of cut my music in the right time. Hey, welcome to the eBay Price is Right. I deleted hey. the slide with the script for my intro for this in oh, order no. to do Die Hard. Uh, so yeah. I won't be able to make fun of uh, Val's usual Canadian ways of living in the frozen wastelands of the north. Instead, right. we have Metropolitan Dickie, uh, a, a socialite from yeah, the beautiful... <laughs> the beautiful warm metropolitan canadian area of toronto uh which i believe is in eastern canada uh toronto of course home to many beautiful corporations and very fast internet speeds mm-hmm. uh tonight and Dickie, the tower right there's a tower there dicky the cn tower yes yeah. yeah do you guys have a sports team there we uh we have a few yeah and i learned from dixie at uh, disney pixar's turning rad uh, yes. That your Toronto dome was destroyed by a giant panda. Yeah, that was a bad and terrible incident that I don't want to remember. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, also, the fair destruction enough. of the dome wasn't great either. I don't uh, want you to have to relive that, Dicky. I know that your dome was important to you. Yeah, the boy band lost. We lost the whole boy band there. Yeah, uh, I'm playing good. against uh, Suave Metropolitan Dicky today. Is Idaho's favorite son, stepson. It's Danny okay. McDevitt. Danny. God, I cannot wait to leave Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> this week on uh, eBay, the prices are redacted. Uh, the title is Out with the Old and with the New. Uh, and this week I went through eBay and found items that had sold uh, from models that have recently been replaced or upgraded. And we are guessing oh, cool. how much people spent on the old versions of the models. This is in no way Related to the fact that I spent $50 on a fine cast Oricon exactly two weeks before we got a brand new plastic Oricon. Uh, no, that isn't a question, but hey, that's okay. We're going to go in there. Mm. We're going to start with this guy here. He was sold on November 6th. His Warhammer 40k Dark Angels Azrael Supreme Gun Master Non Primaris. Ooh. What are the, so right, are the rule, so, sorry? The rules because I don't play very often. Are the closest. rules uh, closest? Closest. Doesn't no, matter. No, one dollar baloney, eh? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Street street um, rules. Um, street rules. Forty-seven dollars, John. Forty-seven dollars. Huh. It's metal, right? Uh, it just says Warhammer Forty K Dark Angels Azrael Supreme Grandmaster Non Primaris. Oop. Unless oop means metal. I'm going to no. go $36.16. I think oop means out of Primaris juice. Uh, you said $36? Yeah. 
And 16 cents, yeah. Uh, and Danny said 47. The actual price was a surprise. $25. Hey. I'm surprised. Okay. That was cool. a good deal. One singular yeah. bid. The, uh, the banner is a really nice banner, actually, still. I the think. banner is almost worth the, the price alone. Yeah. I bought one just for the banner. Oh. Uh, speaking of terrible purchases made by me, and this is someone else, uh, Necrons Orkin the Diviner, new and fine cast. This guy was sold December 11th, 2023. By John Cornell. Um, I guess I won, so I have to go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. You sure? I I paid fifty for mine, and I didn't get it till mid November. Yeah, well, I know what's up. Uh, uh, twenty five dollars, John. Twenty five. The correct answer in this case is forty. Forty bucks. Good job, Danny. Why? <laughs> no why would knows. you pay that yeah people wanted unmounted With 15 in shipping yeah that yeah. was a- people wanted unmounted technomancers because they didn't read their codex huh. <sighs> next oh. up is some things that were one one all tied up here and next Ooh, up is a little classic. this is so good we have a karn fine cast silver primed because i know when i'm painting gold and red i know i prime my stuff silver <laughs> they painted uh, silver so it looked like metal is that what they're trying to go chaos uh, marines warhammer 40k no reserve no reserve dicky i know no, you can't no, put a price on karn the betrayer so i'm gonna ask this danny is first so beautiful team. yeah uh 20 bucks 20 dicky 35 dollars it is in fact Oh, 15. Breaks my Danny heart. Two breaks, to one. It breaks my It's such a beautiful. Oh. The new one is, is much better, though. The new one is essentially the same one, just a little bigger, and they angled the arms and a little more bit. More dynamically posed. Yeah. Uh, next up here is a beautiful guy. This guy sold uh, oh. the 1st of January. It's your boy. So hopefully, it wasn't a grandma trying to impress their son by getting them a new Belial. Yeah. Can uh, I, it is can a, I say. Yeah, 100% that sword is bent like you wouldn't believe. Oh, yeah. It's (laughs) wild, like a floppy herring. What people don't realize is in the new Dark Angel set, you actually have to straighten out the Belial sword. Yeah. uh, Just to kind of give you like an accurate feeling of what Belial is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Danny, as the winner there, uh, what would you pay uh, or what did someone pay for Belial uh, 40K Grandmaster of the Deathwing? Oh, I'll go first again. Uh, I'll guess uh, 20... It's a real subtle burn there, Dickie. $7. You said $27, mm-hmm. Dickie? What about you? Uh, I'm going to go $29. It was $30. bitch. <laughs> yeah. All tied up at two, which makes me extra excited that we have this rule of closer without going over. It stops the ties. Yeah. Everyone's a winner. And our last one is a real special one, Danny. I know for you and me, it was oh, so wow. Christmas Day. Holy moly. Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Uh, I could that never they overspent like crazy. Uh, great, I always uh, wanted this and I could not afford it. G- oh, I got it for Christmas. Oh, you lucky nine, dog. In like 1996 or whenever it was, it came out. Um, it my was, parents refused to buy Warhammer for me. I had to fund that all myself. Uh, I got the I got the Warhammer box set, and then they said I needed new, to get the rest myself. New, so I never actually expanded new past in there. box, new in box. Yeah, 
Also Tracy, wow. the Bobby Warhammer magic as well. Um, nice. So this is the Warhammer, the Game of Fantasy Battles, 5th edition box set, new in box, 1996. Uh, complete. So yeah, I would have been 13 when I got this. Uh, Danny, this is a very special box for you guys. I think it was our first edition there. It's a beautiful game system, but how much did someone spend for this uh, uh, on Christmas I'll, Day? Chat's uh, coming in. Oh, chat, yeah. Mark Murphy Go. is saying 435. Uh, Plus Falcon Hunter, shipping. 500. Dude, 420 for me. That's my guess. 420, 420? for Danny. Yeah. Classic. All right, Dickie. Hmm. <laughs> what a Chris a, we went a little out of order, um, but yeah. the 420 gases. Yeah. Uh, it's good. He's trying to give himself Belial dose. Trying to help my <laughs> help my learning out here. Uh, only, only works through pain. Power from pain. <laughs> yeah, it's only well, so works mocking so well me or screening. physical pain. Uh, okay, so 420. Okay, so my guess, and the reason I'm guessing this, is because it, they sold it on December 25th. That means someone wildly over overpaid for this product. Or someone got very drunk and nostalgic on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say $500. The correct answer was oh, oh, oh. wow, that's actually good thirty-one. Price. That's a bargain. What they don't understand is nib means not in box, so it's just the box that you're buying. Nothing in box. It doesn't. That's yeah, wrong. Nothing in box. It's just the box. That's what it stands for. You should have asked to read the full description. Wow, that's right. But yeah, I'm not surprised that went because that's a fantastic one bid. One yes. bid. That's crazy. Like 200, 230 Do they not like realize all of the models in the box are pretty much the models you're getting in the new set? <laughs> no, the knights are They're one yeah. edition behind, yeah. but they're still, some of them are cool. Yeah. Well, that's another edition of The Price is Right. I've deleted the wow. outro script for it as well. So thank you for our contestants for coming oh. along. I don't know how things work unless I read them down in advance. Our winner again is Danny Dickey. Thank you for coming on. Uh, in the absence and the way I didn't tell you you were coming on, I just threw it at you mid-show. You got as it, I buddy. Will, as I am will to do. You Nurgle are. Matt coming in chat with what a box, and I'm going to remind him to switch the tab back to Grim After Dark. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you for joining us here on our brand new home on Tuesday nights at Grim After Dark as Danny and I navigate the the difficult last semesters of higher education 20 years too late. Well, I guess my case is 20 years too late. Yours is like just in time. Uh, but we're going to be going for the night. Uh, you can find all of our socials and ways to support us at GrimAfterDark.com. And we are... Oh, man, I didn't even change the script. Yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah, guys, do you want to sign off with anything? You want to try and be smoother? You know, if you enjoyed this podcast, oh, you should check us out. Take subscribe to our channel. Join our Patreon. Oh, yeah, um, do that. Uh, or, sorry, not our Patreon. Our YouTube membership. Become a yeah. YouTube member. Um, and that'll get you access to our Discord, which is really fun. Um, we did... <laughs> we have we're in the process of doing a holiday painting challenge, which will end in January, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Because I got no painting done in December. Yeah. It, it does end in January. Mark was perfect, very clear perfect, about perfect, that. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, so you got another month to go. I, I have many models to paint in this month. This week, so. uh, I finished 10 Immortals, 6 Scarabs, which seemed like cheating to list as a unit I painted because it's literally yeah, a dot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like spray silver, wash, put a dot in, and then spend like three times as long on basing as you did on the actual model itself. 
Uh, and then, oh, um, I finished uh, a Satan, which I think oh, was nice. super oh, cool. Oh, yeah, your, your Satan. That, that sculpt is really cool. It's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, though. Uh, so I was so, going to ask a, a yeah. question. Uh, what's our goal for 2024? Oh, oh yeah. Look at like yeah. a resolution. Yeah. Like, is it a subscriber goal? So we ha- currently have uh, 3,140 awesome people that subscribe to the channel. That's amazing. We have 3,100 yeah. now. That's great. My yeah. my subscriber goal for 2024. Are you ready, Dickie? Don't you do it. Don't. 2750. It's <laughs> Don't you do it? <laughs> uh, Thanks, man. Amazing. No, my my goal for 2024 is to actually uh, make merch of the shit we say we're going to make. Yeah, we got to so, do some merch, man. So, like so, so yeah. while it's fun to joke about making a wheeling tool for Old World, it'd probably be a really cool thing to make. Uh, yep. Well, you know, so yeah. Uh, if only we had some friends uh, that we could reach out to that we we read. We do. Week. We do. We just don't. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I guess my goal in 2024 is instead of just saying really cool ideas, actually executing them, doing them. Yeah, yeah. Which is a hard thing for me to do. I'm excited yeah. for this to be back to like my main other hobby, other than school in like six yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, that's dude. gonna be awesome. It's gonna say the same thing, Danny. You're finishing up your your law degree uh, mm-hmm. in spring semester. I'm finishing up an undergraduate English degree in the same semester. So, like the fact that I'll actually have time, uh, like that's yeah. you can't you can't put a dollar amount on time. I'm excited. Yeah, me as well. Also, I like that you called your law degree a hobby. <laughs> no, this. I'm talking about this, John. Yeah, yeah. That's my hobby. Yeah. No, no. This show. Oh, well, this is the hobby. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like doing. I like doing podcasts and all that stuff. I just haven't had any. I just haven't put any thought towards it in like three years now. So, like, I just it'll be nice to like really think about it and and you know put a, the full amount of my effort into product review and stuff like that too, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. So, don't think the internet can handle um, a fully aware, fully engaged focused Danny. Danny. Yeah, I'm like medicated now, John. It's going to be crazy, dude. I'm so productive. What well, what was it we were talking about pre-show about hot takes? They're now going to be called what? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's hot takes are gone. It's now going to be Daddy's what? Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember what I said. <laughs> we have to like, write things down. This is brutal. This is can't remember. Really funny shit, my, and then we never do anything with it. My moist memoirs, John. That's moist memoirs. Oh, nice. There we <laughs> yeah. go. Uh, but yeah, check out our back catalog on YouTube. Uh, if you again, leave a comment. Where did I hide five burgers and the, the pictures in the show? They're there. I put them there individually. Uh, Danny, <laughs> Danny, Dicky, did you guys spot the five burgers? Yeah, I, I uh, there was one on the uh, the night. Uh, just a Man, yes or no. I gotta help. I gotta help people nope. out. No, nope. I was John. I was just blocking them out of my mind, and I successfully didn't see a single burger all episode. Beautiful. Oh, so, remember when your life feels like a never-ending siege and things can get any worse, and John forgets to do a nitro script. Remember that it's always grim after dark. It's
time to step into the grim darkness with nerds gather talking warhammer madness grim after dark the podcast with the hosts john daddy and val but they're not the most claiming to be experts but it's all a facade talking about battles and dice rolls they're all odd trying to sound cool with their warhammer talk but i'm here to expose it's all just squawk nerds nerds everywhere i see talking warhammer this like it's a decree but let me tell you homie it is all just a game in the real world homie we are not the same so put down the dice step out of the dog it's time to live life nerd make your own mark grim after dog the nerds playground talking warhammer this acting all profound but when i listen it's all just a bunch of noise i love roasting nerds and their stupid ass toys stupid ass toys i want to grab them put my hands around the neck squeeze squeeze warhammer squeeze until they can't breathe and breathe again Tell a friend, tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerds again. <laughs>